Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Like a, a splooge. <laughs> I just forged all over the place. Yeah, it's an onomatopoeia that, <laughs> that that was made in like every one of these fan fictions we read. Probably. There's a florge. Probably not enough onomatopoeias in those fan fictions, to be honest. Yeah, where are their creativity? I know. Honestly, the one that I skimmed was pretty creative. It was. <laughs> Well, Justin sounded, the one he doesn't want to do sounded pretty creative, too. I couldn't even read that, let alone <laughs> read it on air. You read, like, the title. You well, like, I, like, skimmed Pikachu. through it. No. <laughs> I started reading it and then uh, started skimming after it got really weird. You know what's weird? Is skimming what you call masturbating? <laughs> There's a lot of Naruto X-Men fan fiction. That's weird. Yeah, right? It seems so specific. It's It's so weird that we all seem to have, like continuously encounter the same thing but differently so like you're getting naruto over and over again but i never saw that and then 90 percent of the stories i saw were bucky fucking someone mm. he never takes it i don't every anytime i saw bucky i was like is it I don't just because they're like they think it's clever that like fucky barnes or 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 they're all getting buck fucked i th i think it's just is it all gay or straight Oh, it's all with Steve Rogers. Oh, oh well, there wow. was a couple with like uh, with Black Widow, and then one and I Falcon? saw with, with Hawkeye. No, I didn't see any Falcon. <laughs> no Falcon. Hawkeye's taking it, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> There's, uh, I don't know, if he's used to shooting, uh, but there was a lot of uh, oh, no. incest between uh, Thor and Loki too, Hawkeye's which we'll get to eye. that later. I can see that. Uh, also, there was one that I uh, was considering reading, but I passed on it. Uh, but the title alone uh, was why I wanted to do it was uh, Deadpool Fucks the Marvel Universe. <laughs> oh, wow. It's right up your alley, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are a bunch of splash pages with him and like a bunch of like Marvel. Yeah, I, in this context, I don't like them being called splash, splash pages. pages. <laughs> <laughs> They're called squirt pages. Uh, uh, so welcome to uh, this sexy issue of X-Men. Uh, I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. Uh, and yeah, today is our Valentine's Day episode and things are going to get sexy and y I'm going to add in porn music right here later. <laughs> we all grew mustaches for this. Yeah. Oh. I kind of did. I, 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 I forgot to shave today. <laughs> we need to. We you know what's funny is I was literally thinking like, man, my mustache has gotten thicker. Weird. <laughs> we should all show up like Corsair. <laughs> uh, yeah, so today we're going to be covering uh, X-Men 2. Yeah, X-Men 2, where the islands fuck. Dude. Spoiler. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> That's not the name of that arc. Where the <laughs> it's like the where the wild things grow. It's First sexy. of all, there's no con like there's no uh, continuous story arc in Hickman's X Men books, so you can't. I don't know. It feels weird to even hear you, you say arc. You could have picked any of Hickman's X Men books, and oh, there would true. have been. I know, but I felt like this was the most monumentous. Uh, I I considered uh, adding in the uh, just. Just the panel where Wolverine and Cyclops are like kind of ba having sexual banter. Oh yeah, about Scott being in a speedo, which I mean we kind of already covered that in our Halloween episode. Might as well bring it up. It's a good time to do yeah. it. Uh, and then the uh, the other issue we're going to be covering is uh, life death. 
uh, yes. which is issue 186 from yeah. Claremont's run. Uncanny uh, 186. I'd like to take the time real fast to say this is uh, meant for a mature audience. Yeah. This, oh, yeah. This show in general, but especially this episode. <laughs> um, don't listen around your fucking kids. Or your parents. Please. If you're at work listening to this on headphones, unplug the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> and turn it all the way up. Yeah, let your coworkers hear this. Yeah. Uh, but if you're working from home, refrain. Yeah. yeah. Keep it to yourself. Don't yeah. listen in front of your parents, but you should probably send it to them, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially your mom <laughs> and your sexually confused dad. Oh, uh, nothing. This was an interesting episode to research for. Oh, I dreaded it all week, didn't do it, and uh, just did it all yesterday. Just, just last night, last minute, was like, oh no. All right. <laughs> and what what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> yeah, right. uh, why were 90% of these stories uh, rape stories? Oh god! Uh, find Jesus. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Something. I I honestly I didn't encounter that many, but I think yeah, I think it's the, the part... site you look at, man. <laughs> I I, think... I was on like three different sites. I was just trying to find anything that would have been entertaining. You searched notrape.com. Yeah, <laughs> and it's crazy enough. It's Did all you came say up. dot com? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I guess we'll uh, like any uh, any good erotica. We'll ease into this. Yeah, we'll slip in the tip and uh, start with <laughs> with, with, with X Men Two. And like any good romance story, it starts with a dad taking his kids out for a hike. Is that <laughs> no? It's the wrong kind of romance story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you? Were you reading Nambla stories? No. <laughs> no if it makes you feel any better from different dimensions no it doesn't no i know it's uh, terrible <laughs> oh man but yeah they go for a hike and then it's like uh all like there's a bunch of brush and so cyclops is all like i got optic blasts and he clears the way it's it's a uh, it was a cool book initially when i read it because i was like oh he finally gets to have like quality time with his kids like yes. you never see that like Cyclops and his kids being like, you know, it's a little weird. Father though. and yeah. children, daddy it, Cyclops. Well, yeah, it is weird because they're basically adults. They seem brainwashed. This is some of that stuff that seems like they're not in character. This is well, also this is some of that weird Hickman stuff. Yeah, this is also like the only uh, besides like the the cool stuff he did in like when they had the the dinner and Cyclops was just like fucking up people in the background. This is like the only use that Cyclops has had since the Krakoa era started. Yeah, they underuse him so much. Yeah. yeah. He just cooks now. Yep. Which like or it, eats. it's funny, but he it's the only too. thing he does. Like, and and off panel, he's he's banging Jane and he's banging uh Emma. Like that's that's pretty yep. and obvious. Wolverine. Well, <laughs> he's definitely hanging out with Wolverine after the fact. But that was uh I think uh whatever the issue they introduced the crucible like they're on the moon and they're just hanging out, looking yeah. outside. Like they're both in bathrobes. And Cyclops comes and Did sits you say down. Robes, and... robes is what I meant. <laughs> I gotta uh, say, at the very least, their balls are touching. Yeah. Uh, at at the very least, they're doing that thing where they're both getting a blowjob at the same time, and the woman puts both of them in her mouth. Oh God, no. I don't know about that. <laughs> that at the was... very least, <laughs> I think so. They've docked, probably. Because uh, they've docked. Yeah, because you. All right, head. Hear, hear me out on this. Wolverine has, has his foreskin. Yeah, he has to be uncircumcised. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, m- n- well, no, because it happened before. It, it's his... grown back at least. 
Oh, right. Like, at yeah. some point in time, he fought Sabretooth. He got technically circumcised because of a really close, like, oh, I see swipe. You're and then it well, and his back. whole body's been burned to a crisp. So that's kind of uh, yeah, partly yeah. being circumcised. But his, his, he has his foreskin. It's impossible yeah. that he doesn't. Right. Yeah, true. Makes sense. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Scott's nine inches cut. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so some... Co- Context for this story is that um, at this time, Arako showed up. It was like the twin island of Krakoa because at one point they were one island. Now they're two islands. And Hickman fucking ad nauseum brings up how one were split into two because of a fucking sword and evilness like way back before time was old and whatever. He repeats like the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Like a poem. Acts of Swords. Yeah, right? And it's like, okay, it's kind of cool the first time you re- read it, but then it's like, oh, dude, you're like really proud of this because you, you fuck either that or you're super lazy and you don't want to write more stuff for these pages. Well, if there's anything we know about Jonathan Hickman's writing is that he's like really smug about his writing. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's what they're doing is they're going to go check out the island of Morocco that's supposed to have a bunch of monsters on it. And uh, they make their way through the the foliage uh, with Cyclops blasting and optic blasts so that they can walk through because, you know, fuck machetes. Getting rid of that bush. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and then... Now, now, now that we're mentioning, mentioning all the sexual context, though... Yeah, one of the monsters make is a their... giant penis with a vagina for a... Yeah, thing. taking in a rhino. Taking in a rhino. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a giant tentacle <laughs> vagina... That they find in the middle of a bush that's taking in a rhino. It's got eyeballs on the inside. Of, but like, if you see its open mouth, it's teeth all around the edges of it, but there are eyeballs in the center. Also, the way they line up these panels, there's a volcano blasting all over uh, Rachel's face. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of sexual subtext in this. That's part of why I picked it. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that like you know oh that creepy God. like porn topic of like white. it's always like, uh, you know step whatever, because taboo. I don't know, dude. It's, it's funny, just talking about subtext because I just, oops, go, I go to the next page. I just look at a random panel and it's Rachel saying, "No one told you to bite it." <laughs> uh. Yeah, so anyway, they find uh, the one white guy who's a native uh, tropical person. Like, I guess that's like the one white race native to a tropical island. He, the summoners. He's, he's like a jizz-covered man. He's like if a sperm was a guy. He kind of, kind of is, but like, don't they all look like that? All the summoners? Like, they're all uh, crazy, not, pale, white. With, not like, Scott a- summoners. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fuck you. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, so Cyclops and his kids ride these rhinos uh, and then find the summoner. And then ride the rhino is also like the tagline that they have on those erection pills from the gas station. Now I get it while you were doing all that stuff because ride the rhino is a little hard. You end up saying ride the rhino. Ride the rhino. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty weird. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so Cable's all like, hey, I'm going to give him a gift. And he had just talked about like these crazy thermal grenades he has where he's like, I should have packed more of these. And he's got like only one left and he gives it to him. And it's like, why would you give some person you've never met before a thermal grenade that's like 
super uh, dangerous and whatnot. Yeah. And this, so this is like the book where Cable is the least Cable he's ever been. Yeah, and so the guy pushes the button, thinking like he accepts it as a gift, and is like, "Oh, okay." And then he presses presses the button, and then it explodes all over him. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep sexy, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. Uh, it explodes all over him and he gets super mad and he's like, oh, so that's how it's going to be. And summons a bunch of monsters. And then it's a fight between monsters and the Summers kids and dad. Summerses. But Summer Rachel's is a, Summerses. is a grade, right? She was a summer. She just picks and chooses. Like if she's mad at mom, she's a Summers. Oh, one of those? Yeah. I feel like they have been calling her uh, Rachel Summers in this. Like since Krakoa started. I think so too. Yeah. Well, then Rachel finally decides, like, "Hey, I'll create a mental link to like express to this dude that we're not actually enemies." And so they do that, and they're like, "Oh, so we're all cool, actually." Uh, and because they were trying to figure out too why Krakoa was rushing at Arako the whole time, and then they find out it's because they were both super horny, the islands. Yep. And they and they and they, they and they bang back. and and Cable. Gets his eyes covered, uh, and and he's like, "What? What the hell's that?" And Scott's like, "Well, son, I think that's how all my best mistakes have happened." Speaking to his children, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you literally just called your kids mistakes. Yeah. Like you guys are great, but I did not plan <laughs> yeah. any one of you. And in fairness, he hasn't like he's like, I do this at some point. Because in his life, he still hasn't had them. No, he's, no, he had, he's cab- had Cable. Yeah. Wait, is that... He had Cable a long time ago. Oh, Madeline. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. yeah. All right. Mistake, then. Mistake. <laughs> he hasn't had Rachel. No. And he's supposed to have Rachel with Gene, right? So... Yeah. But that's alternate reality. So, and, yeah, the and X-Men then, are weird. And then it turns out the su- summoner is uh, the grandson to apocalypse and he's like i'm gonna give you a hug <laughs> welcome to krakoa yeah that was so yeah. dumb giving him that grenade no so yeah i, I mean i, I kind of did just pick this because the island's fuck yeah but... <laughs> I, we know you know <laughs> but yeah that was it was a important moment Not... it was then they get a divorce after x of swords the rest of Araco comes through uh the portal onto earth and Arako's like, you know what? Fuck you. I don't like the cut of your jib, Krakoa. Yeah, like, Krakoa thought they were getting back together, but Arako was just like, hey, this is a fling. Yeah. Like, but, like, I still hate you. That was, that was like, uh, fuck, what was it, what was it called? Uh, no, I can't, I can't, I was trying to think of a pun that was island themed, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't. It's a tall order right there. It is. <laughs> it got it its Zoraco's off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. It wanted to get its Zoraco off. Just yeah, bust one and left. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So uh, too. That is funny. I forgot that he covered Cable's eyes. <laughs> but yeah, Cable should be smarter than that. We know that. Yeah, he he was just kind of like like a, a Peter Parker, Barry Allen type character in this, just like cracking jokes the whole time well they've been kind of making them like that even with him getting the fool card and it's weird because like cable doesn't seem like he's ever been that way like i know he's supposed to be a little different because he's young but it doesn't he wasn't that way when he first showed up like yeah he was still smart and everything tactical 
Not a goof. Yeah, he was. I mean, he killed himself. Yeah, he's already committed suicide. He's <laughs> fucking acting like this. It's a that's a tough thing to do. Kill Cable. It's like a. I mean, it's happened like three times in the last two years. They've been killing Cable a lot lately. Ridiculous. And also, streaming services have done a great job of that. Yeah, we just got Cable recently. <laughs> <Killing though>, cable. So. <laughs> All right, so you uh, you guys want to get into the life story then? The life death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and that one, Storm hooks up with, uh, uh, what's his face from Queen? Forge. What? <laughs> Forge. <laughs> no, what's the guy's name? From Queen? From Queen? Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. He, he, he kind of looks like Freddie Mercury. Uh, to this. me, he kind of looks like that, uh, I don't remember his name, but the, like, Pencil, like, picture a guy with a pencil mustache, and, it, like, that's the guy I'm thinking of. John Waters? Yes, John Waters. He kind of looks like John Waters to me in there, but with a thicker mustache. And uh, if he had uh, the eyebrows of uh, that Satanist dude, Anton LaVey. Oh. When do eyebrows have reverse sideburns? This is so weird. <laughs> reverse sideburns? What? Because they go, like, normal eyebrows, but then they go up. Yeah, towards the, his head. The Anton LaVey eyebrows. The, the that's what they do. They, they're like Nike symbols. <laughs> but yeah, it's weird. like straight. That's an L. He's got two L's on his. Dude's taking L's all day. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, he's a <laughs> loser. He's, he's got a lot of L's. There was, it's like he it's, framed his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So anyway, it. It starts uh, kind of confusing because Storm's all depressed and in bed. And then Forge comes in. He's all like, hey, how are you feeling? Are you okay? I care about you. And then he starts shaking. He's like, for, for serious. <laughs> Cut it out. Wake up, bitch. <laughs> Wake up. Be something. Do something. Ah, uh, I don't even know why I bother with you. And then like, like honestly, kind of uh, abusive. A little bit. Like, at least emotionally. Yeah, well, he's kind of kidnapping her right now. He is kind of kidnapping yeah. her right now. This could have also been called Stockholm Syndrome, a love story. <laughs> it could have been, yeah, because she, she gets up like, hey, you are actually super nice, and you've been helping me out a whole lot and stuff, and it's like, what? Where, what? With her weird disappearing walls and floors. I haven't yeah. read like the stuff surrounding this, um, but this one was highly rated, so I read it a long time ago as well. But they do, like, date. It's not just, Afterwards? like, an issue thing, yeah. Well, that's... I feel like that has a lot of issues in and of itself. <laughs> so, But I'm saying, like, I don't know how it went with him. Like, if he's actually kidnapping her, is he... It seemed like it, towards the end when she was trying to leave. Oh, well, get there. Yeah, well, I mean, well, we can, like, because as an audience, you know what happens before Storm as a character knows what happens, so... Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, uh, Storm was trying to help out Rogue... Uh, they were trying to save some boat or whatever, and uh, Gyrich, right? Henry Gyrich. Yeah, that fuck. He uh, he was all like, "I'm gonna kill Rogue," and he shot a gun that Forge made that takes away mutant powers, and he hit Storm instead. And it's a Gyrich doesn't really care. A mutant's a mutant, but for whatever reason, probably because he's a mutant too, Forge cared and felt bad about it, and so he took Storm in. But you know. He Forge is working for the government, right? Like he's helping Gyrich, he's making these weapons, like but I never understood like, why he was uh It seems a, like he got it against Forge's will though. 
Like he said, it, I made it, but not for anybody to use, like not for you to use. But that doesn't make sense. You made a weapon it for doesn't. the government. But I don't they think he made weapons. it for them. He's a government employee. Maybe he said he it's did. his job. Well, yeah, because they were contacting him. Yeah. But when he talked about the gun, he specifically said he didn't make it to be used like this. But then why make it? It's a gun exactly. that... Exactly. What, what other uses... Like, I mean, it... maybe like in a case of like somebody whose powers are going out of control and that like they could like kill everybody around them. Sure, but then that's still to be used. Yeah. Yeah, but not like that. It's like um when a when a scientist is like we made this virus. We never thought it'd get out. We, we made a thing. There's like, you, yeah. you have some implications that you're talking about. <laughs> I'm making no implications. I'm just saying there are laboratories that do this sort of thing. They make super viruses. And then they say to study them so that when something happens, when there is an outbreak, they'd have a better uh, response to that thing. Sure, there's validity there. Also, you just made a very dangerous thing that if it gets out, affects a lot of people very negatively. So it's like, here he is having made a gun with a handle. Like, I mean, if you never wanted it to be made, at least make it harder to hold. That looks super ergonomic. <laughs> you got to use two hands. <laughs> It's got like that grip that they put on new like uh, like PlayStation controllers, so yeah. it just feels good in your hand. How do you not want to pick that thing up? It looks like the world's dopest laser tag gun. It's like a gun, <laughs> but you want to hug it. <laughs> yeah, so he's the cause of her losing her powers, which is, I guess, in part what fuels him to you know want to make up for that and and to help her. But there's also like he's crushing on her hardcore. Yeah, you know. I like that they show all the conflict. They don't do this as much nowadays, all the inner dialogue. Yeah. Because he like, it's like you can't give up. Screw it. Give up. And leaves. Yeah, yeah. And then immediately he's like, damn, I'm an idiot. He's like, so yeah. bi- he's so bipolar. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they they did that like almost too much though back then. Yeah. Like, because there was a lot of, like, it takes up like half the page of just what he's thinking. And I, I was thinking earlier, like, how weird would like the movies be if, there was just constant inner dialogue that they were giving <laughs> right. at the same time. Well, sometimes it's unnecessary, too, because he'll be thinking it's like Nightcrawler. Back in the Munich Circus, in his yeah. brain. He's just going like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. we don't need that. Yeah. Uh, so, that was a weird dynamic. But the, you you do see that he's, like, replaying the hologram of what had happened, and he's standing in the hologram, which is weird. Like, because that implies he had cameras there recording the whole thing. I think he just created it. Just like he did his... uh time in vietnam i'm sure there wasn't cameras there recording when he well i know but it's like probably how like a mental get... projection of like he, he... what he imagined happened or well, or like oh he uploaded maybe, like his mind. maybe it's like in the men in black when you die you have that picture imprinted on your eyeballs well no no or not men in black that's uh, wild, wild, wild west, west. yeah <laughs> which back to wild wild west real fast uh that moved me Move me. <laughs> that movie. That, that movie moved me. me. <laughs> that movie moved me. No, that that movie. Super irresponsible. Yeah, I, I know what about that movie moved you. Super irresponsible that he's taking a bath and then some high having having sex up in a water tower. That is communal water. <laughs> this is very gross. Yeah. And and very uh irresponsible. Also with like the context of the world today, I keep when I think of that, I picture that uh that Asian woman who was in the hotel in L.A., who died in there. And uh, they oh. didn't find her until, like, the water was black for a week. Oh, my God. What? That, uh-huh. That gave me visceral feelings of disgust. Yeah. That you, uh. 
That's horrible. Yeah, that was the same hotel that Richard Ramirez lived in. I'm at. trying to make jokes. You've just killed any 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 light inside of me just now. Um, yeah, there wasn't much to snuff. <laughs> um, this is back when like art was more racist because Forge is red. He's purple. <laughs> that dude is straight up purple. Okay, speaking of, in context to today, that form of police brutality, when you think about it, to the community, that, that whole... you. You jizzed in that water, dude. People. <laughs> That's chemical warfare. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, back this to the going to be like a, you with the pest. <laughs> no. You, first of all, you're the little I know I brought it up, but you're like, you're getting the detail. No, he's just giving life to the people, all right? <laughs> just giving life to the people. Here's more of me. <laughs> Soon to be in a movie in like 10 years oh, or whatever. Man. Now I'm thinking about the uh, when Agent Smith shows up. Me, me, me. With that Gemini man, he had like there were three of him in there. They only advertised two, and then they sneak in an extra one. <laughs> you hear that? The reboot in the Matrix well I am? or making another <laughs> oh, one? Oh. Yeah. Did we tell you about that? What about what? <laughs> about uh oh man, how sad it was at the movie theater we were seeing. Was it Infinity War? Uh, it's either Infinity War or, or Endgame. Endgame is yeah, one of the two. Uh, and they were advertising Gemini Man in the opening credits. And you see, it's like Will Smith, and then it's Will Smith. But like they do the thing where they don't say the name of the movie till the end, and it's just a scroll of uh, of text. Yeah. And it was like Gemini Man, and then I laughed and was like, "Oh shit!" I thought it was gonna be called Will I Am because of that. <laughs> but that's not the funny part, right? Well, I mean, that was the funny part because then a bunch of people laughed. But the funny part was that uh, a friend of ours was right next to me. And he got really jealous about that and then started trying to crack jokes the rest of the night. Oh, and man. And was getting real depressed that it was he never got a pop. And I wasn't, like, it, no one was trying to. It was just, like, a thing. Yeah, but when you try, funny, it makes it worse. I can't think of Will I Am anytime I see that movie or whatever. <laughs> uh, but anyway, back to this comic book that was so riveting uh, <laughs> and racist. Forge, who is bit. super red. He's he's all like uh, reviewing how he saved Storm and shit, which I mean maybe that helped reinforce the Stockholm syndrome. Like if Storm experienced it but didn't wasn't conscious during that time, now she's watching a hologram where uh, Forge literally saves her life. She probably starts warming up now because she came out of her room where she was all depressed and stuff, but is just like in a sheet. Why does he have all these clothes that are exactly her size? He ordered he, them for he, Yeah, he, oh, he got them for him. See, I don't think he's... Weird. I think he already had them. <laughs> he <laughs> wears them? I think they were already <laughs> hers, and he stole them. But he's not, like, keeping her as, like, captive, because she can use phone and call Xavier, and it, she says, like, she just hasn't. Yeah, well, because then we it cuts to Xavier, and Xavier's like, I can't reach Storm through Cerebro, uh, through, the like, the first shock where it, like, left me unconscious for, like, a day of her... Like, I think, she, you know, she might be dead or whatever. Uh, he's talking to Nightcrawler and yeah so he doesn't know like because Cerebro obviously meant to find mutants if she doesn't have mutant power anymore he's not picking that up there's a lot of talk though of her you know being traumatized about not having her power either like he has like weather stuff going on and she's all like not liking those holograms like I don't want to see wind how dare you show me rain yeah like she's afraid of the elements now that she can't control them yeah, well, because now she also says that, like, like jumping in the pool and stuff, she she used to not feel, like, cold or, like, hot. 
but now she feels them so much more because she's not used to it. Yeah. The art in this is pretty dope, though, because I like the the attention to detail when she's touching the windows, and then like you see the spots pressed. Oh, for her hands. For her hands and stuff. Yeah, That's I agree. pretty cool. Uh, yeah, and then there's a part where Forge is swimming, although they, they, they goofed because he's got both his hands while he's swimming. He does. Yeah, they, they done goofed. <laughs> and then the next, literally the next page, or like two pages after that, he's like, I don't have a hand. Yeah, because uh, she doesn't like realize that about him, that he has a prosthetic hand and a prosthetic leg. So He has both of his hands holding the prosthetic leg. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense because he's all like this prosthetic leg really helpful for for walking, but not so great underwater. And it's like, well, to make it out of whatever you made your hand, dude. Yeah, yeah multiple hands. He's got two real hands. Looks like. Yeah, because there's a whole like she dives in the pool and he's like, let's race to the other side, and then she like dusts him and he's like, oh, that's so crazy. You beat a guy with one leg. Oh, you feel good about it? <laughs> well, I think she said, let's race. No, no, he did. But uh. I don't know. He didn't. Or you know what? Who who even knows? Someone says race you to the other side, but they're both underwater. <laughs> <laughs> it just points to the other side. He didn't like she said it, but he didn't even know because they were both underwater. <laughs> right? You could tell. You know, I think maybe uh, I assumed it was him because she says he had a head start and stuff. But then she sees like the hand and leg, or is it just the glove? It's just the glove. It's the just glove. the glove he puts on. <laughs> <laughs> my fake glove. That's so stupid. He's like, "What do you want to challenge me to next? An ass kicking contest?" <laughs> yeah, I guess it seems like uh, she didn't know he only had one leg. Yeah, and the artist doesn't know he only has one hand. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, there's a whole um B storyline in this issue too with uh, a, she's a doctor, right? Yeah. yeah, that's the part I didn't remember. I didn't. I completely forgot about yeah, all that. Doctor Cooper, I guess, is, is like. It has something to do with uh, with Rogue and and all that stuff that was going on and Storm helping Rogue and everything and apparently like these weird ass aliens um, because there's an agent that's talking to Doctor Cooper that gets attacked by one of these aliens and they kill him like real bad <laughs> and then just sort of morphs into him then they go to Doctor Cooper's house uh, and then try to kill her and then Rogue shows up to save the day only because she needs. Cooper alive, although she forgets to wear gloves, so she hits yeah. these aliens and she, it starts to kind of turn into them. She also forgets she she's not Rachel Summers uh, from New, the Demon Bear because she looks exactly like, like Rachel Summers. Yeah. yeah, she had that kind of hair though, like right off the bat. Yeah, this is still pretty early in her start. Uh, and I did like this though, is that uh, for a second because um, it cut back to Xavier. Because, you know, it's the X-Men, so I guess you got to keep cutting to Xavier, no matter how pointless that is. Um, and he's uh, sensing that Rogue is in a bunch of distress and thinking, like, well, she was with Storm. Maybe that's our lead. we got to find where Rogue is. And he's doing that thing where he just kind of says stuff about what he's feeling, just abstract words. And you're supposed to fucking figure that out as a sentence. And <laughs> so Nightcrawler's sitting right there listening. I mean, he's like, here, take my hand, Professor. Uh, and I guess let my essence guide you or whatever. It's like draw on my power. Yeah. Uh, and Xavier says insatiable hunger, lust for death, destruction, overwhelming psychic defenses. And then Nightcrawler's like, 
is he speaking of Rogue or himself? And I'm like, ooh, shots fired, son. Yeah, because that's how much faith he has in Xavier. <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> Although, fucking, what a little bitch giving him your hand and shit. Like, here, I'll talk Would I here take my essence? <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you're like, Loki, I think you're a piece of shit. And you're saying some dark shit that I think you agree with. I think you're fucking, you're a monster, dude. You know, it sounded like that, but I think it was just the overwhelming psychic defenses that he was thinking. Like, is he talking about Rogue or <laughs> Or like he's boasting, I have overwhelming psychic, <laughs> psychic defenses. The best <laughs> defense is the best offense. Nobody's psychic defenses are better than mine. I have the best. Everybody says so. <laughs> I could see that. Oh, man. But Rogue, uh, I don't know, she was laying the smack down. They're dire wraiths. They, I forgot where they showed up again. Uh, from space are those those no they're not i was thinking those are the people who showed up from the urn in that horrible cyclops movie or er, book we also read all the demons oh man anyway so rogue shows up in the back of uh the dude uh the agent who got killed's car because dr cooper goes to that car specifically to jack it and for whatever reason to <laughs> yeah man to jack to, ja- it. to steal the car to no 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 to jerk this, it? this is the valentine's day episode <laughs> to jack it yeah uh, so she's jacking this car or off in this car who knows um and it, for whatever reason it's parked in a like a bunch of cars and she's all like why are there so many cars here and like smashing through them which i guess is a good question because that's not answered like why is it packed in a lot full of cars where there's no way to get it out there's no people there nothing like what's going on yeah like weird and there's like know, some have, weird helicopter have, chasing them have you guys ever parked in detroit because that's exactly how it is no but that's not it's it's like yeah uh, in a garage it's not like a parking lot it's like they were all just lined up on purpose like you couldn't get the second row out unless the first row was moved yeah but you never seen that like in detroit where there's like a parking area and they gotta like par- they park like five cars boxing you in oh no i'm never parking detroit like that so. yeah they they try Me. i always think <laughs> i'm like now nah, because they're like give me your keys yeah it looked you like just a- leave them here i'm like oh i'm no i'll just no go thing. somewhere else <laughs> yeah it looked like a traffic jam almost just yeah there's- sort of but it's just parked there, and that's where the dude was. Like, why was that guy even there? Oh, yeah, because he was about to got, leave. Yeah, and he got killed by the aliens, and then she makes a comment. Because, like, it's just, it took me out of it where I'm like, what? You drew it, dude. Like, you guys made the comic book. Like, like it, is this Marvel method where the guy did this, and then the writer is looking at the panels, and he doesn't know why the cars are so close together and they're smashing? So he just writes, I don't know why the cars are coming together. <laughs> Like how you I gotta refer smash to, my way out of here. I think like this, how you refer to Chris Claremont as the guy. Yeah, man, the guy. <laughs> I think you know, this was guy. before, like, uh, they were both on story. It also was before Storm was thick. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> She's, bit. like, all skin and bones. Well, I think that was, like... Um, she hasn't been eating in days, they were saying crap. Well, isn't that just also their... their uh, like objective idea of beauty at the time was like thin and whatnot yeah yeah so like all the characters are going to be kind of like that um anyway so it also weird to me that she stole specifically that agent's car yeah take well i think it's she's like i'm not gonna steal i'm just gonna take his car 
yeah. I, mean, I got the keys. Stealing. He's dead. An alien ate him. Yeah. But th- that's the stuff, like, there's Point, no... He's not using it. Yeah, true. There's then, no comics code. That oh, dude died, like, horribly. Yeah. <laughs> he got something in his head. He, like, shrunk. He got well, his whole like, essence sucked his out. Brain. Yeah. And then she Yeah, brought... romance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then she grabs a gun, too, which I was surprised, because there's not a lot of guns in these comics. Yeah. And kills and she, the dude. Well, the alien, at that yeah, point. But in his body. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, around this time, there's a, a story where Daredevil uh, plays Russian roulette with Bullseye, like while he's in a hospital room. So, which I didn't know. Uh, what's her face is Daredevil now? Electra. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Matt Murdock is also uh, in jail. He's Electra now. He's a symbiote now. He's like a null, one of Null's uh, minions. Okay, yeah, because I just picked up the Daredevil uh, King and Black tie-in because you know I was like, oh, this could be cool, and I like thumbed through it real fast, and I was like, oh shit, Electra. Yeah, Zdarsky's writing it. That's why it's fucking awesome. And also, uh, it's Daredevil, and all of his comics are fucking awesome. Well, Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, Rogue just happens to be in the backseat of this car, which is really weird, because she was just fighting those aliens in the house. Uh, and then she's all like, I'm going to take your powers and knock you out, and we're going to smash into this fucking tree, and somehow you're not going to die. She's way faster than this person, so makes a little sense. Yeah, but to already be in the car that she's going to hijack... She can I'm, fly. I'm calling shenanigans, dude. <laughs> Call shenanigans. Because she saw her run away, and she was like, oh, no, you don't. Yeah. So went after her. But what I don't get is she's like, I'm going to have to hold her for a couple minutes in order to, like, get her psyche or whatever. Or to knock her out for a while. It's like, how long did you touch Carol Danvers and you put her in a coma? I'm sure you just didn't hold on to her for a few minutes. Yeah, but, I mean, isn't this early Rogue? Like, well, were they the touching beginning? or were they, like, but this is touching? <laughs> touching? This is after she took Carol's powers. Well, then maybe she flew to the car. Well, that's what I said. Well, maybe like certain parts of the body like drain uh, more nipples. They're sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> or he's like charging a car, or like taking the, the power from another battery. He's got to line up like the positive and the negative, and then like, but then the other nipple's got to be a ground, so it's like. <laughs> <inside>. <laughs> but no, it just didn't make sense because she said a, a few minutes of like touching on you, you're going to be on ice till morning. Yeah. So, from my. Uh, recollection she didn't touch carol danvers that long like well maybe minutes? she means you're gonna be on ice because they they'll thaw you out in the morning to yeah do but the autopsy maybe she grabbed her by the pussy you know and like that was more <laughs> that was the ground that was <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't make sense to me it seems like they they don't locker goof. room talk because <laughs> if you think about it that's a lot of minutes a few. I'm just saying she she had to have grabbed her by a more sensitive area, and that could explain why she was able to take out more power and be more, like, you know, effective. I'm calling it shenanigans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not. Well, I'm saying it up with Chris Claremont. Hey, you flick flick a nipple versus like flicking a shoulder, and I'm sure like it'll feel very differently. Chris Claremont didn't write that issue though, where Carol took uh, Miss Marvel's powers. That's. Was that in Avengers? Yeah. All right, because I was going to say he was, he was writing Miss Marvel and X-Men. That's well, weird that that happened away from him. Well, speaking of nipples. <laughs> Storm Put them away, co- Devin. Storm <laughs> to, why are you rubbing them? Storm <laughs> is trying to cover hers right now in the comic, To get getting back to what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, those conveniently placed things that used to happen. Yeah. Uh, so she, she, you know, there's a mental commentary with her where she's like, ah, oh, my uniform was destroyed in the the water which is weird because like she had it yeah force threw it away <laughs> <laughs> looks like you're like, naked <laughs> you just got this holes in the nipple. 
Uh, so he like had a bunch of clothes delivered. So she puts on like this pink uh, like gown dress thing, like a uh, like a ball gown, and comes down the stairs while uh, Forge is cooking, and he's all like, "Oh no, a lady! I've never seen one of those before." That's I, I think that's a prom dress. No, I yeah, it probably is, and also I feel like he really is Freddie Mercury in this moment. He does not know what to do with like a stunning <laughs> woman in front of him. He's he's a very gay man. <laughs> um, so, but they they do that thing where like they both take it in the wrong way. That like he's speechless, doesn't know what to say, so she automatically is embarrassed and is like, "I'm such an idiot. I put on such a, like a really nice looking thing, and I gotta go change right away." And he's like, "Ah, oh, you idiot! You should have said something." So she comes back in overalls, and he's like, "What happened to the sexy?" And she's like. What? And he's no like, sexy for I you. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, because it, uh, it's also mentioned that um, she normally doesn't have or try to call on her emotions because they affect the weather. Yeah. But lately she's been doing that, so she's having a bad time, like, just handling her emotions in general. I like that, too. I like that there was that, you know, like, she's normally more stoic, but be- out of necessity. So now it's yeah. odd for her to, like, allow emotions to happen. Like, she also, I guess that's, like, a reason why she doesn't drink or anything. Because yeah. he's like, hey, want to have some uh, champagne? And she's like, I don't drink. And he's like, well, what if I handed it to you? And she's like, well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like I got like senses out of that, of like that uh, um, <laughs> that Christmas song. I was just thinking that. <laughs> he's just <laughs> drugging uh, It's uh, cold outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she drinks it. And then he's like, well, you're not supposed to just gulp it. You're supposed to zip it. And she's like... Oh, all right. Well, can I still have more? And he's like, yeah, yeah you can have more. You can have as much as you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he's like, oh, the weather's supposed to be crazy today. And she's like, oh, is it? And he's like, yeah, let me show you. And like a hologram of the entire room turns into a storm. And she's like, dude, oh, no, dude, read the room. <laughs> <laughs> like she's in the middle of dealing with like some weird, you know, lost power PTSD. That's that's like when uh, when somebody's like grieving over the death of their parents and you're like, God, who died? By the way, this moves fucking fast, cause she was she went from like nearly catatonically depressed, where she didn't want to get out of bed, and she got out of bed, saw his hologram of him saving her life, uh, and was like, "Yeah, that was traumatic." Talked a little more about her trauma with him, not really being that helpful. Puts on some clothes he got for her. Feels ashamed of wearing the clothes he got for her. Him being surprised about the clothes he got for her. She changes into another thing. He gives her some champagne. Then she's it was the like, champagne. She drinks the champagne, and and then he traumatizes her again with like the the weather uh, hologram. Uh, and then they go straight to kissing right afterwards. I mean, I kind of get it. Not that, but uh, the fact that Just I'd be surprised too. <laughs> no, like the <laughs> fact that she is so used to like flying in storms and stuff, and now like the storms scaring her. So it's you know I would if I was Forge I wouldn't think like oh this storm's gonna scare her like she's used to it even if yeah, she doesn't have powers. At one point she says she's like nervous about the height of a thing and he's like you're afraid of heights? That's weird. She's like well like I can't fly anymore, dude. It kind of re- just reminded me though of uh, the X Men animated series episode where like a building falls on storm and Cyclops is like oh my god she's claustrophobic. <laughs> 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 forgot about that <laughs> it's like dude that's not the main problem uh, which is that the first time it's mentioned in in this or is that i'm not sure uh where she because she tells forge like oh I'm, i lost my parents both 
because uh, of a bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I lost my parents um, from an explosion, and I watched my mom die as we were under the rubble of a building, and that's why I'm claustrophobic. It's been mentioned before that she is claustrophobic, but maybe that's the first time she's said why. Yeah. Because uh, wasn't she claustrophobic in the tunnels during uh, Dark Phoenix Saga? Yeah, I think so. But anyway, so the phone rings, and he's all, like, he is Freddie Mercury, because he's looking for a way out of this, actually. Because <laughs> the phone rings, he runs right over to it, <laughs> and answers the phone. He's like, perfect timing. Perfect timing, whoever this is. Uh, I just need to take this in my study, far away from here. Uh, and then this is, I don't know, back in the day, if you don't remember how landlines worked, uh, any phone you picked up while someone yeah. was on the phone, you could hear their conversation. It was all connected. So you'd have to have separate lines in order to actually have, you know, separate phone calls at the same time. So who's Storm trying to fool here? She's like, exactly. I need to make a call. At the same time, he goes to take a call in another area. Uh, she's like, well, you know what? I really should call Xavier now. Now that Forge's on the phone? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she thought he, like, because of how nice the house was. She's like, oh, he definitely has two lines. Oh, yeah. It's but, just him here. But he's but he crazy cheap, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. He makes stuff. He doesn't pay. <laughs> he could have made another line. Right. Like should have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she picks up the phone, and right away she hears... Uh, Guy Rich is on the phone and is all like, we need to kill that mutie and whatever. And he's like, you weren't even supposed to shoot her with the gun or whatever. And, and even though I made the gun, like he admits that he made the gun and he's talking to the guy who shot Storm. So Storm gets all this like at once and then freaks out. And she's like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Starts trying to run away and realizes, wait, there are no floors. <laughs> so she starts falling a lot. There's a conveniently placed couch that is on a transparent floor. That she lands on, and the, she's all like, I hurt my shoulder, but it's fine. Which is weird. It's like, all right, Claremont, why did you just add that? <laughs> it's like, oh, boo-boo. Also weird that Forge, like, left a woman in a death trap room. Yeah. She's like, don't move. Like, there's no floors. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's basically the danger room. Uh, and she has, there, there's a I remote that controls it I think she activated it. Yeah, which says a lot about him. Oh yeah, <laughs> that he was—he's trying to trap her. I mean, he also wasn't expecting her to run away. They were just about to bang. Yeah, but presumably. I mean, like, what if she had to go to the bathroom? He still has a Woody right now. Like he put all that Stockholm, like, work into into, into play, right? <laughs> like he clearly he did all the Stockholm stuff you're supposed to do to get you know your captive, or yeah, your your captive Stockholmed. I I would assume. I took it like Forge is playing both sides here. Yeah. Because they're trying to ship Storm away. <laughs> Are you away. calling him Freddie Mercury? <laughs> <laughs> but because Storm's hearing him talk to Gyrich, but he's like, I think he's just like beefing up, beefing him up, like lying to him, basically. I'm best to care for her, but really he's like, I'm trying to get in those panties. Those overalls. <laughs> I'm trying to get How overalls. many pockets those got? <laughs> Also, there was there was something weird too when she put on uh, the dress. Something about like feeling weird about being in something so like revealing or like fancy or whatever. And it's like your yeah. costume has been almost nothing. You're naked in your for first most, appearance. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think it was the revealingness. I think it was the fabric, like how expensive she felt it was. Because she did mention like the actual texture of the fabric and everything. That's not though. No weird move to also no, that can't be be wearing expensive. overalls without a, a shirt and a bra under them like denim against nipples. Like that's not a good feeling. Oh yeah. Do you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> you never rub your pants against your nipples? Fucking weirdo. Should I try? <laughs> oh. How do you clean your nipples? <laughs> Dude, my my brain was so fucked up because you're saying that. And then I'm thinking like, yeah, that's exactly how fucking dry humping is. Te- why dry humping is terrible. And then he says Juno. And I'm like, no, they didn't dry hump. Like, because it's... A- it's pregnant. It's the whole thing. I don't know. My you, brain was weird. You don't win a race without putting some tape on your nipples. <laughs> oh man, that just reminded me of uh, the office. What's his face puts? Uh, yeah, Ed Helms. Ed Helms. He, he puts like little things on his nipples. Uh, so anyway, uh, Storm grabs this this controller and she presses it, trying to like find the fucking floor, uh, and instead she finds Nam. yeah because uh his uh forge's experience in vietnam is all like recorded and simulated um and it's the explosion that took his well maybe took his hand definitely took his leg um and she's freaking out and she's thinking he just made this up uh, like out of his head so he's he must be a monster uh which is weird because, like, he already said he was in Vietnam, and you've already seen that, like, he has tech that uh, replays experiences. So, you know, he, is it weird that he has the experience of that recorded as a yes. hologram? Sure. <laughs> but, like, he didn't make it up. Like, it, that's his experience. And maybe that's, like, how he, you know, tried to heal himself of the trauma was, like, playing it through until it didn't affect him anymore. No, this dude's a sad boy. God, oh I'd, sure. I'm imagining like what Frank Castle would do to that, and that that's just as that, that he's beaten with that. Beaten to it, or no? He he liked Nam way too much. He'd be like beaten off to that. He'd be baiting. He masturbating. Yeah, he's, he really he's... enjoyed his time in Nam. No, oh, like no. killing people. Like he was he was into it. Oh, like he was that's... the Punisher way before his family died. Oh. That's so dark. Dude, that's the punishment. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Storm's trying to run away. Ford is trying to stop her from running away. And is like, look, you don't understand. I mean, I made the thing and I work with the people trying to kill you guys, but I'm a mutant too. And she's like, well, then that makes you worse because you shouldn't be like helping the people trying to kill your people. And why, why would you think I, you know, want you to talk to me? And he's like, oh, but I care about you. And then she says basically like, oh, and she punches him in the fucking face. And he's like, are you feel better now? And she's like, no, I don't feel better. <laughs> I still got no powers. I still lied to. I don't feel better. Piece of shit. I want out of here. Uh, but what she says to him, this fucking dope ass line. Cause he's like, I care about you. I got feelings for you. And she's like, well, you're hollow. You're nothing. There's no substance to you. You're all fart. No fecal. In other words, you're never going to be the shit. Get out of here. You're proud of yourself? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And that's the end of that. She basically tells him off. But apparently, like you said, she gets, like they date or whatever later. So, you know, so much for that proud moment of defiance. Yeah, there's a part two where it's them. But it's some issues later. It's not like immediate or anything. Oh, okay. But I, I like the uh, the metaphor. I mean, it's not like it's a difficult metaphor or whatever. But at the end where she's like, but Is someday I'll fly again. That there's two, there's, everyone two has two <laughs> 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 uh, uh, uh. 
Well, because she leaves, but at the same time, she's still a little open to the fact when she's walking out. She's like, prove me wrong. Mm, yeah. Semi-chocolates. <laughs> yeah, he, he did keep, keep saying, like, I could fix you and stuff. And she's like, you don't know that. But you definitely, like, broke me in that First way. First off, fuck your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and the click you click. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> so the dark stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, things are now... Or the steamy stuff. Maybe I should be playing into what the episode's yeah, supposed to be. This is a sexy episode. I don't know. <laughs> things are about to get erotic. <laughs> <laughs> now you're rubbing jeans on your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take out your jeans and put them on your nipples. Uh, I just picture Gene. like... <laughs> <laughs> Demons! It's just Scott in a denim jacket on his very chest. <laughs> Jeans! <laughs> you did have those really tight jean shorts. Oh. So who was reading first? Or or going over theirs first? Because I'm not actually... I'm not, I'm not reading the story out loud. I, I can't. Okay. I, got, I got two, but I don't know if we... We're at... Uh, 50 minutes. I don't know if I should do both of them or just do one. Just do one, I guess. Alright. Then I won't do uh, Thor uh, giving Loki an aggressive blowjob. Oh, God. God. (laughs) Yeah, it should be a little bit around. Come on. Well, he's the trickster god. He tricked him into it. (laughs) That's part of the the story is that Loki's usually giving him the blowjob, but he got tricked. He thought it was Steve Rogers. (laughs) Yeah. No, he was just like, I think this is a penis in my mouth. And he's like, it is not a penis. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. And then he gets finished and he's like, wait a minute, that was a penis. I'm like, ah, I've tricked you. I'm the trickster god. It was a penis. I'm not falling for that one again. So, uh, this. <laughs> that basically covered it, right? That was the story. <laughs> uh, it, the, 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 he gets pig roasted. Oh, God. No. All right, stop. <laughs> Uh, this one, uh, this is, uh, this story takes place during the movie Logan. Uh, it starts off rough. They get right into it. Okay. So just be prepared to that. All right. So, um, this story is called the five finger discount. (laughs) And the, uh, here here, here we go. First sentence. Uh, Logan's got four fingers deep inside a Caliban. This is what I was looking for. You found some gold. <laughs> <It's> be- <laughs> this one's rough. I read this in my head and it wasn't. It was, it was a hard to read in your head, but it's so much harder. Oh, is it hard to read now? <laughs> like out loud saying it, it's too funny. Uh, his fingers are nearly as thick as his cock. Oh my god. <laughs> his Some hands are like fingers. paws, <laughs> threatening to encircle the entirety of Caliban's waist. Caliban's legs are splayed open, falling over the sides of the bed in a way that he supposes slightly humorous. The size difference between them is only now reinforced by how small the bed is. <laughs> Caliban feels. It's a car bed? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. In the movie, they're about the same height. <laughs> yeah. Caliban feels like a giant here, cramped, gangly, and awkwardly existing uh, in the tiny space of Logan's bedroom. It's not often that they get to do this. Charles' needs usually uh, require Caliban to be at his bedside each minute of every day, and for once, there is a calmness in the air. 
Charles is sleeping soft and steady. There are no nightmares or ghosts from the past to taunt him or his sleep. That's a weird way to put that, or his sleep. Uh, no irritating side effects from his medication or episodes of power which often leave Caliban bleeding in the middle of the floor. For once, everything is steady and everything is calm. <laughs> Caliban enjoys the moments of stillness, but it is an entirely different picture for Logan, who grows sour with it. The steady calm makes him antsy. It makes him mean. But Logan snaps at the smallest of things, slams doors, and throws his plates <laughs> wait, into wait, the wait, kitchen wait, 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 sink I like he's actively trying to break them. <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> I just started thinking of like the Michael, uh, uh, fuck, what's his face? Uh, the Shawn Michaels theme song. <laughs> it's sexy but, boy. But instead, it makes him antsy. I'm an antsy boy. <laughs> I feel like Caliban drugged Xavier in order to have this time. Oh. oh, I mean, the Probably. whole plot line in the movie was there drugging Xavier. Yeah, but he, like, threw... Because he's like, oh, he's sleeping sound. <laughs> yeah. Threw some sleeping pills in there. Just crushed up some roofies. <laughs> uh, to Logan, a mollified Charles Xavier is just a facade. It is a moment of calm before the storm of their lives, and the only thing that helps to tame him is a quick tumble beneath the sheets. <laughs> Logan's head is nearly inside... Or... Logan's hand is nearly inside of him now He's four fingers deep with his thumb tracing at the line of Caliban's rim (laughs) Gone puffy and red Logan's thumb Logan's thumb uh, threatens to slide inside of him And Caliban wonders suddenly In the frantic and overwhelming haze of sex If it, his fingers, his knuckles, and palm of his wrist Caliban's head falls back against the bed Moaning in a way that is obscene and slightly too loud for the quietness of the bedroom. Logan nudges at the gentle give of his hole. (laughs) Worrying at the rim with the pad of his callous thumbs as if he is thinking of the exact same thing. As if he is picturing how it would look and how it would feel to have his fist inside of him. (laughs) Caliban rolls his hips up, hoping that maybe... Just maybe Logan will take them over the edge and do it. But then he is pulling away, his fingers slipping free with a wet clench that makes Caliban flinch from the loss. Logan leans back and slicks his cock up, stroking it lightly and gazing at Caliban with the look of pure want. His voice is heavy with a grit as he asks, Are you ready? (laughs) Yes, Caliban throws his head back. Yes. Always yes. <laughs> he's bald, but when you say throws his head back, I feel like he's got like long, lavish hair. <laughs> <laughs> he is bald, so that kind of takes away from it a little bit. Oh, but yeah, that that was uh, that was the story. There's a lot of fisting. I'm happy it didn't go on longer because I was getting uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I worry you, Caliban. I'm sure thought the same thing about the fisting. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah. Okay. Wolverine uh, 2, Logan, he was like, I want my own fist. <laughs> <laughs> I kept on thinking reading this story that it was going to take a turn, that Wolverine was going to get the whole fist in and then pop the claws. Oh. Oh, no. But yeah, it didn't take that turn. That's good. I don't know what that says about me, uh, but uh, I'm just excited uh, for us to be done with this episode so I can delete off this off my phone. <laughs> okay. So, here, all right. So, here's the thing. I I always uh, when we have to find these fan fictions or whatever, just take a very direct approach. Which means my search history now is 
<laughs> Worse than before. <laughs> oh, uh, it's the same stuff. He just no, no, no. It's empirically story. worse than before because it's just <laughs> X Men fan fiction erotica. First thing that came up, I pressed on the thing and then I like read the reference of it because apparently there's a. Uh, it's uh called D X E A stories. Uh, it stands for the definitive X Men erotica. They're the definitive. Oh, wow. Lucky them. Yeah. Are they sponsored by Marvel? Well, <laughs> I think they couldn't say official, so they just said definitive. <laughs> um, Maybe they're the only one. And, yeah, it's um, scarring some of the things I've seen on here. Uh, but what I do want to read is a clarification on acceptable stories. This is on their, their front page of uh, what they allow and what they will not allow. Sounds sexy. <laughs> All right. So it goes. Uh, and this is posted November 10th, 2006. Clarification on acceptable stories. Not often, but every now and then, I get a story that is not accepted for DXEA. At present, there is no code in place to send the submitter of the story a reason why the story was rejected and I do not think I will code up one for reasons I shall outline here. All the stories that get rejected are almost universally rejected for one and only reason. They do not contain sex. (laughs) So this presumably they were nonetheless submitted to DXEA is because the author intends to include sex in some future chapters. However, that is not sufficient for DXEA to accept any such stories. At DXEA, my policy is that behind every click on a story title, there should be sex. When readers come to this site, it is my assumption that they are looking for sex stories. And if they click on a title and in the end get no sex in a story... They will feel cheated. The DXEA is not an archive for non-sexual fanfic. It is the definitive X-Men erotica archive for a reason. And behind every click should be a sex story, not a chapter that might lead to sex later on. So if you have a longer story that has non-sexual chapters, those non-sexual chapters will not be accepted by DXEA, while the sexual chapters will be. This will not change. If this is a problem for any author, I suggest combining the non-sexual chapter with the sexual chapter and submitting both in one form. Each time you click submit on the submission form, there must be sex in the body (laughs) text or it will be rejected. I hope this clarifies things. They should rename the header on that, the Comics Chode Authority. (laughs) I just, I I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I didn't expect that. You know, but uh, yeah. So that maybe that does something to fill you in on what exists on this website. So what site is this again? <laughs> this is your your website. <laughs> yeah, how long did it take you to get chairman of the board on that? Oh man, I feel like the story was written by, uh, or that whole thing was written by a Sean Gutierrez. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. But apparently it's true because he said, this will not change. 
And that was written in 2006. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't changed it. He hasn't changed. Uh, and so the story is called uh, Steamy Gathering, and it's by Glucifer. Yeah. Um, there's a disclaimer that he doesn't own any Marvel characters. Yeah, of course you don't. Uh, and... Yeah, okay, so anyway. They always say that. It's so funny to me. Like, what, is Stan Lee on here writing this fan fiction? <laughs> well, I'd be surprised if it was. So, I can't read this. <laughs> but, but I will try to paraphrase what is happening here. Um, a bunch of X-Men come back uh, from a mission, and, and, and they're really tired and stressed and uh, really exhausted, and they needed to loosen up and, and, and get clean. So they they all decide to go take a shower. Group sh- communal showers, right? Communal, sh- communal showers. Um, yep. They, they all go into the shower. Uh, Cyclops finishes in the shower first and then goes into the, the sauna area, apparently, because they got that, because, you know, Xavier be rich like that. I thought you when you said he finishes the shower. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he, he finishes the shower first. He finishes the shower first. I was about. I was thinking they 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 did our guy dirty there. No, yeah. they uh, <laughs> they do him dirty in another way. To be honest. Oh man. Uh, Does he sing? I'm too sexy. Nope. Nothing <laughs> as funny as that. Go listen to our creepy pasta episode to get that reference. Uh, so, Iceman sees that uh, Cyclops. Finished the shower first, went into the sauna, so he sneaks into the sauna uh, without Cyclops noticing, and then gets behind Cyclops, immediately starts stroking him off. Apparently, Cyclops is rocking a solid seven and a half. Oh, we know it's ten inches. Well, not according to Bobby, but also according to Bobby in this. uh, It was soft. It's longer than his, but his is thicker. Chode. So, (laughs) that's... Chod. Uh, John Summers. Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh man. So are you okay? You're they all hard. start. Do you want to read my Thor and Loki story? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I glanced this line. <laughs> Peter looked back at to Bobby, who was still <laughs> intently deep throating Logan's beastly member. <laughs> Oh, it's like every line is just scarring. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, who's the author? Oh, no, <laughs> just Scott had been filled to the hilt. <laughs> I'm just reading random sentences. <laughs> just you get the gist. No, I uh, think Bobby got the gist. <laughs> oh. Shadow Star's <laughs> protruding cog veins and slid his tongue from tip to base of... Sh- sh- what? Oh, okay. Uh, somebody. Oh, no, it's Bobby. Oh, no. <laughs> Again! <laughs> it's, it's, it's Bobby. He ran his fingers along each of Shadow Star's protruding cock veins and slid his tongue from tip to base of his mouth as he could, struggling to open his mouth enough and gave... 
Shatterstar pleasurable blowjobs since Shatterstar didn't do things like this very often. That's that's empirically wrong. Why do I feel like are you know those dudes who Shatterstar have, is hella gay? Who you know those dudes who have like all those instruments strapped to them where there's like symbols between their knees and a guitar? And, yeah, like Andy Bandy, the one man band man. Yeah, why do I feel like Iceman's doing that with cocks? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so <sighs> this is Prison Iceman. Here's here's what happens. Okay, so it's it's a uh, it's Wolverine. I see the website that you're on, and it's those those '90s website yeah, yeah, where it's, it's like it's, it's, it's like gr- uh, like yellow words on a blue background. It looks <laughs> yeah. like like somebody. It used to be a UFO website, and they just switched <laughs> it over. All right, so it's it's Iceman, it's Cyclops, it's Bishop, it's Colossus, it's Wolverine, and it's Shatterstar. Th- those are those are all the ones that are that are in there doing stuff and what happens is so like bishop and and colossus are like the same size for whatever reason in this and they're like well how are we gonna oh and then they 69 that's a thing because <laughs> i couldn't figure out what makes they were gonna sense do. they both lay on opposite sides and they do that uh and then what happens is like so you know like you know like how <laughs> You're having a real <laughs> a lot of trouble. You with... know, all right. So so what happens is Colossus and Bishop sit next to each other. You know how like rushing nesting dolls sit inside of another <laughs> one. All right, another yeah. one sits inside of that one. Well that yeah. happens with buttholes and dicks. With Cyclops and Wolverine on them and then Shatterstar and Bobby on them. Uh, this is nuts. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and they do that for quite a bit, and then there's a uh, explosion of nuts. And Simultaneous. Yeah, uh, pretty much. <laughs> Here, just read my Thor and look pretty, story. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Uh, what was what was the last lines of this? Is like, Devin's uh, gonna go home and shower after this? <laughs> oh, dude. in my own tears. <laughs> uh, oh god damn it <laughs> alright uh, I think I think we should no. we should move on because you're causing uh, a lot of editing for me over, right now <sighs> see what I'm talking about yeah. <laughs> it's bad dude yeah oh so, no I think we're done with that <laughs> we're probably good on time we don't need to go into Thor and Loki okay <laughs> You know what? I'm done. They, uh, they 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 cleaned off seemingly endless cum and <laughs> <laughs> sweat from their bodies, and they walked out and joked about doing it more often. It's or wasn't experience. really joking. The end. Probably oh God. not. I that burned my brain, dude. That that hurt. Yeah, uh, some of the stuff we there was there were things I could not read aloud. I don't blame you. The one I was gonna read, uh, I'm not reading it. Uh, Wolverine did dirty things to Pikachu, <laughs> and it was very Rude. weird. I couldn't even read the the whole thing myself, so I'm not gonna <laughs> read it out loud. Uh, there are some minds out there that really ought to. I think it's sexy. Uh... <laughs> it was a sexual crime. It was not sexy. <laughs> I I hope that. Um, right. the, do you want to, to I read hope, your story then? I hope that for some no. people this is. You a... don't. 
Am I the only one who has a story? <laughs> I, I hope that for some people that uh, this is a sufficient creative outlet that you do not go and then do uh, worse things after writing these things. Yeah, people are so. listening to this with dick in hand and you guys are letting them down right now. Good. <laughs> Put it away. I gave them the website. <laughs> they can go themselves. Neither of you had a sto- uh, actual story to read. No, I have it. It's not great. So I'm I I just <laughs> Do you ex- want to read Thor and Loki? I explained what it was. I mean, I um uh, oh, not comfortable reading all, all of that. No, I, I would, yeah. but because we're good on time, I figured it's it's unnecessary to read Thor and Loki. Oh, we got time for it. I'll read it if it's a good story. You yeah. really want that Thor and Loki out? It's it's interesting. <laughs> okay. I think I went too and real. Well, and I think we should have think, more than one story read. I think I wasn't expecting there to be a real uh, base for this. And there was. I, I didn't think there would be a real world for erotica fan fiction specifically. Maybe that's naive of me. I just thought, oh, all fan fiction you, is a little erotic. That's the fun and, and the joke. You thought of you it. were taking a slip I of water did... and you fell in the ocean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't find it because I was looking at the normal fan fiction site I go to. Not enough erotica on there. Too much. My stuff was too much romance. I was like, no, this is You not had too it. many filters on it. Yeah, well, my only filter was <laughs> rated M. <laughs> so, uh, story's Mirage. Summary, Thor isn't sure how he found himself in this position. If he'd ever entertained the words... <laughs> I laughed immediately when I read that, too. <laughs> if he'd ever entertained the words Loki and blowjob at the same time in the past, it was always his brother who was on his knees for him. <laughs> so, this isn't real. Thor kneels between his brother's thighs, doesn't fight the pressure on the back of his head, guiding him to take Loki deeper into his mouth. He isn't sure how he found himself in this position. If he'd ever entertained the words Loki and blowjob at the same time in the past... It was always his brother who was on his knees for him. Why? why? He just repeated himself? It, well, the first one was like a summary. A whole, oh, okay. But come on now, write an actual summary. So, that's good, brother. <laughs> <laughs> brother! <laughs> oh, oh, listen here, brother! <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck in a hole of a dick at WrestleMania! <laughs> oh, but now it's gotta be Randy Savage. Uh, he's oh, he's gonna yeah. pop it out. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> it's a cream of the crop there, brother. Yeah. <laughs> that was one hell of a snip Jim. I couldn't even get it out. Loki's words are rough with lust. I always believe you had hidden depths. <laughs> just wanted to be hidden depths just wanting to be plumbed. Oh damn. <laughs> Mario Brothers. I think over it's here. plumed. Plumed? <laughs> yeah. It's not real. Thor knows Loki is contained, caged in the cells beneath the castle. None of this is real. But the weight of Loki's cock against his tongue, (laughs) the dark, tickling scent Thor pulls into his lungs with each breath, the delicious scrape of nails against his scalp, those all feel real enough. I don't know how I feel about this. (laughs) Loki pulls back just enough to let him draw breath, but no further. Suck. (laughs) And Thor does. His eyes slip closed as he concentrates on the act itself, on sucking and swallowing, on tonguing and breathing. <laughs> when hands settle on his ass and part his cheeks, <laughs> Thor tries to pull back and wrench his head from Loki's grip, I'm but trying, his brother holds tight. I'm trying to find like my happy place right now, like in in fucking uh, uh, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, what? Uh, in, in like you know the. 
the part where Shooter McGavin comes in. Yeah, and, there's like, just little people it, drinking beer on the bed, and he, he just destroys his happy place. Uh, that's that is what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> As you speak, the happy place is being destroyed by Shooter McGavin and a bunch of little people, all dressed in like black leather and whatnot. I, that could have been one of these stories too. <laughs> yeah, could have been. It's weird that that's your happy place. Oh, Loki's got some long arms, though, I just gotta say. He'd be spreading those cheeks. Well, you need long arms to box with God. <laughs> Soft lips brush Thor's ear. What is going on right now? How is his lips all red as ears? <laughs> as a soft voice, his brother's voice, murmurs, We didn't tell you to stop. <laughs> it's venom. There is weight against his back as the person behind. Oh no! Oh no! Is he doing that thing where he's got multiples of himself and they're all? <laughs> oh, That's no. why I said you got picker roasted. <laughs> oh no! There's weight against his back as the person behind him leans forward enough so that Thor can see him out of the corner of his eye. He has Loki's mocking eyes and wicked grin, and the Loki sprawled on the chair above him smiles, nudges deeper into Thor's mouth. Deeper. Soft lips brush Thor's cheek, his ear. He starts as the Loki behind him nips at his earlobe and murmurs, Suck, brother. <laughs> Loki's hands run down Thor's sides over his hips. They settle on his ass and spread him open again. There's the slick tease of his cock rubbing against Thor. The blunt head starting to press into him is already slick, and this is too inappropriate for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I've, this is too inappropriate for me, to be honest. <laughs> oh, our, our audience is mature enough. No, no. Oh, uh, you know how many X-Men fans are horny? I am not. It's all of them. I, I don't, I don't want to hear. I'm good. I'm scarred enough with what I had to read. I'm thinking with our, like, what is it, like a 95% male fan base? <laughs> this isn't it. Not the cup of tea. No, dude, you'd be surprised about how many of our listeners are gay. Probably gay for Thor, too. Uh, all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> <It's bad. laughs> Alright, uh... Loki presses harder and Thor groans through the pressure that builds and crests before his body surrenders. He doesn't move, doesn't breathe, as Loki slides into him and forcing er, forcing him open with his cock. So this is... I accidentally skipped that paragraph and I started right here. I always, <laughs> I always knew you'd be delightfully tight. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, what? <laughs> the words come from above and behind him. His one set of graceful fingers trace Thor's lips, while the other circles his opening. Both savor the feeling of him stretched around them. Thor shudders at the touch. He has never submitted to anything like this before, and he finds it strange and humiliating and deeply pleasurable. His body tightens in anger and anticipation. Laughter, dark as sable, rubs against Thor. Now we fuck you, brother. <laughs> Loki's nails bite into his scalp as he tightens his grip and pulls Thor forward, forcing his way deeper into his throat. The fingers on his hips dig into his skin hard enough to bruise as Loki pulls Thor back hard onto his cock. Thor shudders as he is fucked back and forth between <laughs> them. He can squirm and shiver and swallow. He can clench and choke out muffled cries, but he can't stop. He isn't sure he wants it to stop. <laughs> I, like how we, I, I like how when we... Is that the end? I think there's not. Does, oh my god! <laughs> I, I like how when we did creepypastas, you guys brought erotica. And now that we're doing erotica, you just weren't prepared for it. 
because it wasn't real erotica. This is like, <laughs> this is the difference between like, we're watching an R movie and then there's like kind of a sex scene and then going like, all right, well, since that kind of was a sex scene, we're going to have like a gangbang be the next film that we watch. Like, oh. yeah. The only erotica I found was a murder erotica. Murder erotica? Yeah, and surprisingly, I don't know which one made me more uncomfortable, this or that. <laughs> Probably the Pikachu one, right? No, I'd probably rather read that. <laughs> but it's too much detail. I don't know what you guys thought you signed up for. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't know how dark we were going with this. I'm going to skip a little bit. All I'm hearing is a bunch of prudes. <laughs> oh my god. Brother, Thor opens his eyes. Tries to look as stern and commanding as possible, given his current condition. <laughs> he blinks. The room is empty. He turns, looks behind him, scans the shadowed corners. There is nothing. He is alone. And yet his body is sore. <laughs> and bruises have blossomed on his hips. He can taste his brother on his lips. Oh. <laughs> Bars! Oh. <laughs> like, I like how Justin is not enjoying it at all, but his respect for, <laughs> for a rhyming scheme just overcame that. <laughs> Feel his seed seeping down his thighs. This isn't real. None of it is real. Yeah, keep telling yourself that, Thor. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end. Oh, oh. What a wonderful climax that was. Oh, yes. That, that all, it could have been in the name of everything we just did. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. <laughs> we didn't. This is an interesting one. Oh, uh, yep. <sighs> I feel like I need to brush my teeth. <laughs> what are you, Thor? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> I bet he was Thor after. <laughs> no, he's Thor and Mike Tyson. <laughs> I'm full Thor after that. <laughs> Two Lokis at the same time. Pretty Thor. <laughs> oh. uh, so, yeah, we got social media, you guys. Yeah. You can go. And, uh, you know... Cancel us there. <laughs> <laughs> Check out our, uh, our Twitter, our Instagram, our uh, Facebook. Everything is at Maxman Podcast. Um, and then uh, you can go over to our Tee Public, where we got shirts and tapestries and what have you for sale. We got some new designs coming soon. Yeah. Uh, thinking about throwing that one with our face on it. Slap that up there on a on a shirt. That'd be cool. Yeah, wear uh, it. It's all three of us in a in a run DMC pose, but with Cyclops visors. So, well, I mean, if you saw the Facebook page, then you know. Which you should be following that, so yeah. you should know. Yeah. And if we do another shirt at some point uh, with all three of us on it, we should make it Bell Biff DeVoe. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you didn't go with the two Lokis and Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I was real scared you were going to say we should add cocks or something. <laughs> Oh man, uh, I I don't think that's a good idea. But if it has to happen, I'm definitely not for. Call Loki. <laughs> yeah, Dibs Loki. Oh, sorry, no. Devil. No. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, go uh, go like all that stuff, and uh, yeah, that's for today. Yeah.